Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. For thousands of years, human beings have wondered about entering the afterlife. Do we climb a golden staircase or walk towards a light? Is it a vast, expansive paradise or just an endless, meaningless void? Turns out it's none of those things. It's just me, waiting with my clipboard, ready to collect three questions for God. This is God Only Knows, a podcast that kills its guests before they even get to say a word only to meet them as they step out of the eternal elevator and submit their three questions to God, whoever or whatever he, she or it may be to them. Joining me straight out of the eternal elevator is Jenny Bede. Hello, Jenny. Hello. Nice to be here. Oh, thanks for coming thanks on. Thanks for having me. A lovely elevator you've got there. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. We've worked hard on it. We, um, you yeah. know, we're, we, we like to, we like to deck things out properly. It's like, a, it's like a new, it's like a new car park. That's what I think it's a bit like. Yeah. You know, I like the bellboy as well. He was, he was very polite. Yes. Yes. Well, we, we don't pay him anything. It's literally, that's his purgatory is just having to <laughs> welcome all the guests in. Um, now before you begin, we have to fill out a bit of a heavenly profile if that's okay. So I just need a few oh, details. Right. So your full name, please. My full name, the purposes of this, is Jenny Bede. Are you Jenny, not Jennifer? I'm Jenny, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, mm. That's interesting, because I think there's always an assumption, isn't there? Always. And, it's, and I was such a little shit when I was at school. There was, I'd always get, you know, the teachers, if I was in trouble, they would always get Jennifer Harris. And i get, actually, sorry, my name's not Jennifer Harris. <laughs> my wife would be stuffed, up. because I only know I'm in trouble when I get Matthew. Like, that's the only reason really? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Matthew is Matthew is the same. Even my son, who's six, he even knows Matthew. Matthew, we need to talk is a is a catchphrase in our home. So oh, you know, we so, know what, yeah. so what he'll say it if he wants to talk to you. About oh yeah, yeah. If, if I'm in trouble with him as well, as I often am, you know. Basically, I, I know where I sit on the pecking order of four around here. <laughs> uh, and your uh, your occupation, Jenny? Um, let's say today, writer and comedian. In that order. I mean, this shouldn't be a hard question, but yeah, do you know what it is? Is that well, I used to call myself an actor and comedian, mm. but I don't really do that as much anymore. Okay. Um, and I and I am starting to do mo- much more and more writing. I did have a phase whenever I was around comedians, I'd say I was an actor, and whenever I was around actors, I'd say I was a comedian. <laughs> so that no one could like. So it was like if I wasn't as good as them, I could be like, it's fine. I do something different. It's completely different track, guys. Completely exactly. different track. Yeah. Yeah. And any notable uh, achievements? Oh. Um, I won a competition in 2017 for comedy writing, 
affiliated with BAFTA, which I was very happy about. Wow. The fact that it was three years ago and I am still talking about it. <laughs> There's nothing new to add yet. Don't, I mean, I, mean I, well. I think in the, in your, if, you're, if you're still sort of, you know, if we're in 2050 and that's still kind of the thing, maybe it's time to hang that one up and just say no. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, three years, what's that? 2020 doesn't even count. It's not that's even a year. true. I've just stopped saying recent graduate, actually, because I, I went to the Royal Academy <laughs> of Music, I think, in 2005. Yeah, it's time to hang that one up. Exactly. I wish I had better achievement. Oh, no. Uh, I feel like I'd love to be like, oh, I once saved a drowning baby or... No, actually, that's a bit dark. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, and, the, and the problem baby. with that one is you need someone else to know that one for you. If you're bragging about that one, that's that's not right, is it? There's something about that. No, I suppose. So. But how frustrating would that be if you walk around all your life knowing that you've actually, like, say you've saved, maybe not, a baby's a bit bleak, but like you've mm. saved a woman from the fire. Mm. You would just have to wear your Pride of Britain award everywhere you went. That would be it. That's that the way to do it. it. Just like kind of wear that. And when everyone goes, what'd you get that for? You'd be like, if you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, like to talk about it. I've run a few marathons and uh, I very much wore the, uh, the what's it called? The sort of tinfoil oh, yeah. sheet they give you afterwards as my pride of Britain for a good few days afterwards. <laughs> like on the tube four days later. the problem with that is people will think you just finished people are like wow it took her a while didn't it <laughs> that's so true. Oh, oh, she what, oh she must have been dressed up in a scuba suit oh that's that's very very good well done well done you for doing it in you know a suit of armor four days later on oh the tube God, i never realized that Matt. that's the problem i can't believe it i know no see that's I the thing get more high fives um how are you feeling about this how are you feeling about this podcast mixed feelings okay. i i don't i don't technically believe in god okay that's fine <laughs> If that's the right to say. It's absolutely fine to say. Okay. Um, I don't. Every now and then I do. When I hear, if I hear some, like, oh, there's a woman called Cynthia Revo. Do you know her? She she used to be a musical theatre person in London and now she's a big movie star and does TV and musical theatre in America and she's unbelievable. And she's got the kind of voice that when she sings, she sings so effort. It's like something's flowing through her and it, mm. it, things like that make me go, oh, that feels God-given. Like, mm. not to take away from her hard work no. but, um, <laughs> and clear natural talent. But, you know, there's something about it. it does When I hear her voice, I sometimes go, oh, maybe I do believe in God a bit. Wow. But on the whole, I don't. Um, that's fascinating though that's a really fascinating thing to say because that sense of almost because people often talk about I didn't believe in God until I went to the top of you know Everest or I didn't believe in God until I right. saw this but for you it's that um there's something about that talent something in someone that you go that that has to have come from somewhere else yeah I feel that a lot with gospel music as well I often mm. you know see that I don't know if it's because you sort of you buy into what other people believe you know maybe I'm quite impressionable and if there's you know 30 people singing about their love for a god I go well yeah probably yeah <laughs> the numbers alone stack it. up it's the numbers alone but there is I do find I wish I did believe in god in a way because I do there is something so gracious and so I'm always amazed by people that do brilliantly like they so many of them like people like Stormzy or like mm. Letitia Wright, you know, achieved all these amazing things mm. under 30 and the per first person they thank will always be God. Mm. And I always think that's really interesting and that that faith must be so strengthening and so, mm. you know, kind of keeping you on track in a way. Mm. Um, so I'd, I'd like to think that maybe one day I will believe. Interesting. Well, um, we need to find out what brought you here. So um, I always sort of say it's a sort of an odd way to start a podcast, but we do need to find out why you're here. Now, we're doing these on the Heavenly Zoom. So can you see this? Oh, yes. So here we go. So this, <laughs> this is your spinning Amazing. wheel of death. So what are we going to get? Oh, what are we going to end William. up with? Okay, so we have got, you have ended up being 
you fell in an antique clock on a golf course. I could see that happening. Really? Yeah, I can see, like, if it's one of those big, like, grandfather clocks. Yeah. And it's in, let's say, you know, that it goes into the water, there's water bits sometimes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So say someone threw away their grandfather clock in a in a small pond on a golf course. Yeah. Someone's got a fool in it. I mean, they, they don't have to. That's not the rules of golf. But I'm, <laughs> assuming you, I'm assuming you don't know much about death or golf, by the way you've said that. But yes, I mean, I don't think someone has to fall in it. Uh, but yes, you have somehow. Maybe it's like a celebrity pro-am type you're paired up with. <laughs> it's you and Rory McIlroy. Maybe it's not even celebrity pro-am. Maybe we're just at the point of celebrity golf. It's ITV1. It's celebrity golf, right? It's you and Rory mm. McIlroy. So that's why there's all these props in it because ITV have, you know, you know, that no one would actually just watch it's a golf It's a bit course. like, um, what's it called? Wipeout, where it shows a wipeout where yes. you've got to like jump over inflatable yes. clocks and things. So you got it, you got it, you got to chip it onto the green, then jump over a clock that's hanging out of a lake. <laughs> Rory's made it. <laughs> yeah. He's made it over there. You've gone for it, just landed head first in this clock and, and then, you know, they've had to go to a rerun of the cube. <laughs> So we're going to get into your questions for God. So what's your first question? My first question is, what do you look like? Oh, no, this is interesting because on this podcast, I often ask people, what do they imagine this God to be? What do you think oh, they look right. like? So um, what, first of all, what do you think or what are you imagining? So I've always had the same image and it only was in my, the last, you know, well, I suppose my adult years that I realised it wasn't the same as everyone mm. else's. Um I think I just must have been really literal as a child. Mm. So in my head, he's always been it's a builder on a ladder with short black curly hair okay. and blue jeans and a yellow hard hat. Interesting. Okay, so male. Male. Yeah, so male first. Yeah. And then a 20s, very... 30s. Oh, interesting. See, that's really interesting because so many people have the kind of the Simpsons thing, right? you know, the very kind of big white beard, old guy, you know, this. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Where ne- does it come I've from? I've never had that. I've never been. I, I don't. I think it must have come from like, you know, the idea that, oh, this guy built the earth. Okay. And actually, if I also think about it in my mind's eye, he looks a lot like I went to the same school from when I was like four till God knows when, and we had it was a girls' school, but we had one. There was like one male builder that used to be like the groundsman sort of thing, and he looks like him. That's it. That's God. <laughs> yeah, he's got the same haircut, and he's like in the way that I think he would be the person I most saw in a hard hat. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes yeah. I mean, that's. It's, so weird. it's well it, but it's fascinating I mean I remember last year we had Beck Hill on and, and oh, Beck's yeah. wonderful and and one of her images of God was the nurse who held her hand in the night after she'd had like her tonsils out or appendix out or something oh, wow. and it was so connected to that kind of yeah. um, experience and obviously for you that's your because uh, let's go back a step you talked about God building the world is that yeah the kind of the primary function you see then of of a deity I think so. I think if I, so, I, so my family are Jewish. So I wasn't raised religious though. Mm. Um, and um, when, so I never, I never went to synagogue and, and my mum's Catholic. So we never went to church either. Mm. We just didn't do any of it. So the only bit of religion I really learned was at school. And it was like, well, God built the world in seven days. And, blah, blah, blah. and that was the first and mm. the most that I really thought about. But yeah, I suppose I did see that as his primary 
It's his primary role. So it makes a lot of sense then, because if God is the person who builds the world, then he has to look like a builder, right? You don't you dress don't, for the job. Well, you don't bring a Klein Rhine to build your extension. It's like, what are you talking about? It's quite interesting. It's really weird. And I honestly thought that so many people thought thought of it like that and until mm. you start getting older and you realize it is always you know it's always robes and it, and it is also a constant um I'm slightly disappointed in myself that I've always thought of him as male as well because mm. <laughs> you know you always you want to be one of those people that go ah god is a woman and I do believe in a sort of do I I don't know if I do like I've got like a spiritual mother earthy idea of something okay. existing yeah yep. I think yes because for me god isn't something that I have in my life I do see him as a as a kind of fictional character. Yeah, Santa Claus. Yeah, basically. There's and there's no that, argument. There's no argument that Santa Claus is either without a kind of a gender or is a woman. That's not something that happens. It's like because we got, yeah, we got well, exactly. Santa's a man, but but mm. with God, I think I because again it, this happens a lot on this show. But people come on and they go, oh gosh, I'm saying he, I'm saying he, I'm saying he. But that isn't surprising because pretty much any hymn you would taught. have sung in assembly or any story or or exactly, even the language yeah. of most religious texts does. And now, interestingly, only only in the translation, not always in the original language. But yeah. the translation tends to to go towards the masculine. Yeah. For you, then, in terms of that um, that masculinity of God. How much, because you said you, you hated the fact that you did that. How, yeah. how would you want God to answer? What do you want God to look like? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, sort of I want, I want to be proved right. <laughs> As we always, always <laughs> Overall, do. hard hat. <laughs> uh, I think I'd like the, I'd, I'd like to, I would like for it to be a woman. Just to prove everyone wrong or another, is there another? I think it would just give me a bit more faith like, that things might be okay. <laughs> Oh no! You're gonna to have to tell me more about that. That's really interesting. You can't. You don't get away with saying that on this one, and then you get to move on. What? What? Why? Oh well, no. I just that thing that I think when you look at it, you know, all wars have been started by men. Most crime is committed by men. I love men. I'm not a total man hater, mm. but I feel safer around women, mm. and I feel like actually women get stuff done mm-hmm. quite well, mm-hmm. um, a lot more. The idea that God is a woman really hits a button in people, partly because we've been so used to being a man and partly because so many people are heavily invested in God being a man. I think it feels way more interesting to me that God would be a woman. Like, in a way, in my head, she looks a bit like... Do you remember Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act? Yeah. But when she's the nightclub singer, not when she's the nun. Yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of opening scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really glittery. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a version of God that I could get on board with. Yeah. And so you find out that, <laughs> that God is a woman who looks like that. Does that does that change your opinion then of God or does it just lead to more questions? I oh, This is the thing. I don't, I think when you've had something in your head, so I'm 37, I probably had that in my head for nearly 35 years, mm. that image of God. Mm. I don't think you can change it. Mm. I think, well, I think you, you will try. That sounds like I shouldn't say that because we're constantly as a generation trying to tell people older than us no you can change your opinions on things um you can but I think what I think when there's a clear picture in your in your head it, it will go to that it's like I don't know about you but when I read mo- most books I read but whatever house it is I remember a house that I went to when I was a little girl mm. um that belonged to a friend of mine it was a really big sort of huge house in the country that I was always like just completely blown away by because we we're from London um and almost everything I read to this day is, is set in a version of that house. Mm. 
so I think I, I don't know I think the brain's really powerful in mm. terms of imagery but uh I definitely would be weirdly I would be uh, I think I'd be even more keen to believe in the god if I found out she was a woman that bad. no no I think that's absolutely brilliant I, I think that that people don't realize that when you make something so specifically one thing it has the effect of impeding other people wanting to engage so i think that by making god so heavily yeah. male um uh, you you essentially i guess say to some people not for you yeah what if what if the what if the answer is just whatever you want well i don't think that's probably it really ah, isn't it okay i think i think that has to be it otherwise how can you say that you know you're a god for everyone if you're like, no, I'm this. Mm. Like, I think, I mean, again, I don't know loads about God or religion, but the idea is that it's it's like a personal relationship that you have. So I say no. There's a quote by someone, I can't remember who it's by, that says that, you know, God makes humans in his own image and then humans spend the rest of eternity doing the same to him. And there's, kind of this, like, <laughs> there's this kind of like backwards thing where we sort of, yeah, we want, we sort of make God to suit wherever we are or whatever we're doing or whatever we necessarily want. Yeah, because you see it like... I can't remember what to show, but like, or film, like it's just like a huge light sometimes, mm. or like, you know, where you don't actually see anything and that, maybe that's more accurate. I don't know. Maybe God's not a person. I don't know. So you'll ask, what do you look like? And we'll see. Or maybe we won't. <laughs> maybe we won't. We won't see anything. It's yeah. all just a light shines. Just get blinded. That's <laughs> where you end up. <laughs> Yeah, you can't see. That's that's yeah. the thing. Because if you ever saw, you'd, you'd lose your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, Jenny, your second question. My second question is, um, please... Can you, do you have the power? If so, please, can I ask you kindly if you would let my dog live forever? Oh, now how old's your dog? 
two. Oh, okay. So we're early doors. This is not a kind of a pressing. No, okay. no, that could be a really dark. Like it's he's on his last leg. Yeah. Okay. So you've got a young dog. It's a young. Okay. Good. I okay. Do. <laughs> but the end is still. I mean, the day I went to pick him up, I started crying because I was like, he's gonna die. Oh, what type of dog is it? He's a Bichon Frise. Um, okay. It's like a fluffy white thing. Oh, okay. I come over in a second. No, he's how, very, very no, cute. I know this is a question dog owners hate. How long typically, also if he's close by, I don't want him to hear, how long typically <laughs> does the dog live for? This is part of the reason we went for this breed. They can last 14, 15 years. Oh, that's old. Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. So, and the thing is, I know it's really selfish me asking this question because... By the time he's 14, we're actually whispering. So <laughs> by the time he's... Also, just so everyone knows, we're both wearing headphones here. So... <laughs> and it's a dog. It's a dog. Yeah, it'll be more importantly. <laughs> I like the idea yeah, that you finish recording the... this and the dog's just really off with you. Like, I mean, he oh, has really? just walked out the room. See, there you go. There you go. See, they can Katie. sense it. Uh, but yeah, I feel like it's... I know that it's they age at a different rate to mm. us and I know that it's all relative and I know that on the whole apart from you know tragic circumstances they go they go when it's their time mm. um but I really don't I want him to be with me forever mm. so um, um, why did you get a dog have you always had dogs always had dogs mm. yeah always had dogs as a kid and so I've always have had you know these horrible losses mm. and yes they say it's good because it teaches kids about death and loss and things like that but this one's probably the best one I've had um so I feel like he could definitely do a sticking sticking around long mm. I just hate the idea that that like you you put <laughs> and it's the same like it's the same with anything I suppose because human life is fragile as well but it's like you spend so much time loving someone that you know is going to eventually, most likely, die before you. Yeah, I think with pets, it's really, it's really <laughs> amplified, isn't it? Because we talk about the lifespan of pets in a way we don't talk about the lifespan of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our, you know, siblings or our aunties, or you know, we don't, we don't go. What's the, you know, how long do they last? No. So you're exactly. right. It's, it's a sort of a strange investment in a way because you invest into something that you know you will one day say goodbye to. Yeah. Exactly. And like, I don't, I don't know if we got the magnitude of it as kids, really. Like, I think, you know, they don't last as long as you. Mm. I did have one dog that went to live, and this is true, went to live in Holland to live on a farm because he was an old and just sheepdog and he was so big. He kept knocking me and my grandma over. Mm -hmm. um, and, and when I got older, everyone's like, that clearly didn't happen. He clearly just died. <laughs> But no, that did happen. But I tell you, it, that did happen with, we used to have a racehorse who I thought went to America to live with his mum. <laughs> that one did die. So that was the lie that was peddled to us when we were like, my sister's older. So I mm. think she was about 12 or something. And she was at the races with my dad because we had other, or shares in other racehorses. Mm. Um, and John McCrick said to her, I'm sorry to hear about Maisie. And she went like, what? And she asked my dad, and he was like, okay, yeah, Maisie's dead. But oh, no. oh Flimmer McCrick. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, it's him giving the death news. Oh. Um, and so I, and I didn't know, and that was, and years later, we were watching an episode of Friends, and there's that, there's an episode where um, I think Monica and 
who's her brother Ross yeah. talking about they had a family pet that went to live on a farm yeah. and as he was saying it he was like oh no oh that didn't happen did it and I was like and I turned around to my sister I was like that's really funny because Maisie actually did go to America to live on a farm didn't she and he was just like no <laughs> oh no I was mid-20s I think and I was like I just couldn't. I couldn't believe I'd be so blatantly lied to. But but the the dog. I mean, that's. I don't. I don't want to be McCurric in this. But the dog definitely went to Holland. Yeah. I did see one photo of him on a farm in Holland. <laughs> just wearing clogs with a windmill on the background. <laughs> yeah, he was stoned off his tits. <laughs> but no, I think there were tulips. <laughs> the effort it would take to Photoshop oh, the I dog. No, now, Mac. I no, love the he idea. Was still really young. <laughs> Oh, God. I might have to do some digging. Uh, this, no, because... this ends and you go straight on the phone, don't you? Like, where is the dog? Where is the dog? <laughs> I hate this. I hate how, how this feels like it's unravelling. But no, I'm going to, I will find out. The dog you have now. So obviously yes. uh, two years old. Um, how many, is this, the, is this the first dog you've had of your own or have you had dogs before this? This is my first dog I've had my own. Ah. So since that original dog that went to Holland, mm-hmm. I think we've had three of four in the family okay. that have passed my parents have one at the moment who's quite old and this is yeah this is the first so one that your this is your first dog yeah oh gosh that's huge it's the best thing ever do you know i know so many people that were like oh i really want a dog but i couldn't shouldn't and or i can't and i get it like you shouldn't get one if you're not going to be mm. in all the time because that is really cruel um, but it is the best thing i ever did i sort of half did it because i was desperate for a dog but i also like i was just being a writer and comedian, you know, often you don't leave the house until it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the first thing you can say to another human being is on stage. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of a reason to get me out of bed. Mm. Like it can, like it's so good for your mental health. I think mm. having having a dog. So yeah, it's been the best. And I feel like he's. I genuinely think I love him as much as my friends love their kids. Mm. So you go to God and you say, look. Can my dog live forever? Maybe it's not that I want them to live forever. Maybe it's that I want them to age at the same rate as human. Mm, okay, okay. So it's not like I want him to be hobbling around all like arthritic and old when yeah. he's like, you know, 80. I don't know what the oldest dog... In fact, I did Google it, I think, when I when I first got a dog. It's like, what's the oldest dog in the world? Because <laughs> you want to know, like... Can mine be the Marvel? <laughs> yeah, what's the best case scenario here? Um, but yeah, I think maybe if we aged at the same weight, because it just feels mm. so cool. Like if, if I have children, you know, in the next, which is something we're hoping to do in the next couple of years, that those kids grow up with it. And then just mm. as it's getting to you know, difficult mm. teenage years, the, do- the dog will die. And like, that feels mean. Mm. Um, so maybe it's less of a specific my dog thing, but is but maybe it's a, can you sort out yeah, the ageing process of dogs and, and line it up with humans because I so think that would benefit a lot of people around the world. It's a lot of years with a puppy, though. Oh, that's a really good point, actually. So just dogs or all, all pets? Are we are we bringing cats into this or, or just <laughs> Genuinely dogs? Genuinely don't care about cats. <laughs> <laughs> There's another complaint. We've got a few, so that's that cat. I mean, that will be worse than anything else you've said. There's no, no blasphemy can outdo the cat lobby. Don't you worry about it. That's it. That's where we're getting the tweets from. So, Jenny, your final question for God. Uh, my last question would be, if you weren't God, what would you like? What's your dream job? Mm, interesting. Because I don't know how it works. I don't know if there was like pressure from God's family 
or if it's like a, a role he was expected to fill or if it's like a calling or something mm. like is it his or her or their choice or you know like did he want to be an actor or like a dancer and his family like no you gotta go into the family business yeah exactly i mean there's such a huge responsibility being god and maybe maybe they're happy with that but mm. there must be days when they're like oh, do you know what wouldn't it be fun to just sell paper or something right yeah do you do what you always wanted to do yeah mm. yeah i did which was i was really lucky in that i did have really encouraging parents mm. I didn't, now, weirdly, I think, oh, should I have done something else first? Because I just think it makes you a more well-rounded person. Interesting. But, you know, you can't always, you can't think like that. You'll drive yourself slightly mad. But yeah, I often think about, I don't know, do you? Do you I, I often think about like, oh, what would I do if I didn't, if I didn't do this? And sometimes it's, sometimes there's such nice daydreams. You're like, ooh, that sounds <laughs> That sounds much. Oh, I own three houses. Uh, right. Or for me, it's just oh, I cycle around with a coffee machine on a bike. Yes, please. <laughs> please. Oh, is that your dream? That, oh, the, That's the, such a good one. The dream is oh yeah. For me, the dream is a coffee shop every day of the week. Just yeah. Your route into comedy was a different type of performing, wasn't it? It came through musical theatre. Mm. But you you studied at the Royal Academy of Music. Like it wasn't like you kind of it wasn't like you kind of at the age of thirteen went oh I want to be on musical theatre and then sort of just you you went and studied at the at the Royal Academy in yeah. musical theatre. Yeah, and it was amazing. It was the best, it was only a year, it's the best year of my life, I think, um, in some ways. And, but it was, uh, the West End, I was young, and the West End is, was, it was just when things were starting to really blow up in terms of they mm. put celebrities and things, to, mm. to, you know, because the ticket prices were so huge and mm. you'd want to sell, you'd want to sell, you know, so you'd put someone from Brookside in something or mm. a sugar babe, mm. like, and it, that's quite hard to com compete with. Mm. So, um, yeah, and, and I'm glad that it worked. I mean, I'm glad that I found comedy because that's when everything started falling into place and I started mm. working, but at the same time, I do wish, I don't know, maybe in 20 years or something when there's, when they need old lady parts. Well, you can be, you can be, you can be the kind of stunt casting in, a in the future that someone else will be <laughs> yeah. really bitter about. Can you believe they cast her in that? Oh, just because she was on that celebrity <laughs> yeah. golf show. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe it. That's the dream. Oh, I can't believe they stunt cast any beard. Yeah, and I'm like, no, this was the plan all along. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't going to be performing, was there another, Was or was it always, was that it, where you later decided I'm going to perform? I think I was quite a precocious kid and I decided I want to do it quite young mm. and didn't really entertain anything else. Wow. Um, was there a backup? I did want to be a lollipop lady for a while. Oh, that's I a nice that job. Fun. I mean, to be fair, yeah. that's also a performance, literally stopping traffic. Yeah. <laughs> To yeah. literally so literally commanding the room so people can't right? miss you i mean that's not exactly a wallflower profession that one is <laughs> i just like so to be in really bright clothing and be in charge <gasps> of everyone's journeys yeah no you're right no there was a backup yeah you had one there. and then going around saying oh, i saved so many kids <laughs> lives today yeah right yeah i mean that is literally wearing your pride of britain you're a lollipop lady <laughs> but there's still time that does tend to be something that you go into when you're older so does god have much job satisfaction I don't know. I don't see how they can at the moment mm. with like the world being such a shit show. Mm. I feel like there must, they must feel like, sorry if this is going to offend people, but uh, they're failing like mm. in a way, like they've lost control or something. Right. Like people wouldn't be, there wouldn't be all the crap in the world if they were doing a great job. I think 
like if if you owned a supermarket or if you were manager of a supermarket and there were people being killed and raped and it's huge division and um and slavery and and torture and all these things going on in in the supermarket i don't think you'd go home at night and go I did a great job mm. so you go to god and, and you say is there anything else you'd like to be what what would be the secret answer you'd love god to say is there anything you think you'd love god to have gone oh i'd always love to have been a fisherman is there anything you think like wouldn't it be funny if god's like most people sort of wanted to be a rock star <laughs> like he's like like well uh funny you mention it i do i have actually been um playing some stuff I, i've been trying to play the guitar recently and oh, i've written no. this and what do you think oh so like, that see, that's be... that's an that's hell for me. the idea that god suddenly goes i've written a few things would you have a listen for me i'd be like <laughs> yeah. i didn't come here for this send me to the other place <laughs> it's hell but again i think it i think there's something funny about that being so human like i think you can have you know, you have big CEOs and you have people that are so brilliant at what they do, but there is something innate in people, I think, that they often want to do what they can't do yeah. <laughs> and yeah. will make themselves re- really vulnerable yeah. by being like, okay, but will you now hear my poetry? Yeah. Like, <laughs> God's like, I've just, I think, I've, I've just been, I've just been, I've been really working on my bongos. Could you please just, could you just come in? Yeah. I really like the idea that God's just got like, oh, he's got a crochet. Like he's just got something yeah. going on in the background. Just like, I've been yeah, really trying. Like a little... Or like maybe thinking about like just like got this passion project of like opening up a B and B or something oh, like, and it. it's yeah. no business sense, so it's going to go wrong. I don't know. I just think there would be something that would really endear me to a god if that was if that was true. The idea um, that God has to practice something is really nice, isn't it? I yeah, exactly. Yeah. And again, it's trying to make him more like us and more human, <laughs> but I think that's relatable. So yeah, love it. Yeah, I go with that. Jenny, it's almost time to send you back to the land of the living. But before you go, Thank is you. there... I know, right? Almost time. I thought almost I was going to be dead forever. <laughs> is there anything you think God would want to ask you? Um, maybe, again, maybe it's something really banal. Like, I am fascinated by... I'm fascinated by what people eat in a day. Mm. Like, my favourite things in magazines are what I eat in a day. I would love them to just be like, hey, what do you have for breakfast? I like that. I like that. Cause it's, yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, because suddenly, again, it's just it's normal to want to find common mm. ground or like, mm. or look at differences in people. Mm. So, yeah, I think I just want him to know like a really boring thing or like maybe, maybe something like that's really nice wallpaper. Where did you get it from? Oh, nice. That'd be a nice compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, if God's if God's giving you compliments on the decor, you know you've made it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That trumps any Instagram like. If God goes, I really <laughs> exactly. like that sideboard. Where did you get it? It's like, oh, just a little, just a little place. Yeah. yeah. Jenny, listen, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much. The good news is, the good news mm-hmm. is that the health and safety have been done and you were actually able to be saved from the clock. So Thank you were able to get out. Goodness. And even better, it became like the ultimate <laughs> sympathy vote winner. So you and Rory actually won the whole series. It's been an absolute oh, dream come brilliant. true. Yeah, yeah. You've oh, got... they'll definitely put me in a musical now. Oh, you see, there you go. You've got it. You're the stunt she casting. Came back from the dead on a, on a reality show. <laughs> Listen, thank you so much for thank being on the for show. Thank you for helping me reach my dream. Oh, uh, well, thank, thank you for being on the show. It's been so much fun to talk to you. I'll be back next time to kill off another guest and find out what they want to know on God Only Knows. God Only Knows is a dot 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 production hosted by Matt White. The music is by Auburn Jam and the producer is Joel Porter. Thanks for listening. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.